everybody, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we believe resilience in the new reality is not just a good idea, it's absolutely required. However you got here, however you stumbled on the podcast or found out about it through a recommendation from a friend, I'm glad you're here. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. I was recently listening to an interview with Mark Sayers. Mark is an Australian pastor in Sydney who's one of the clearest big picture thinkers about culture that I've ever heard. Mark said that Western civilizations have fundamental needs. And we all have a need for meaning, community, and freedom. And he said just recently he realized that safety is one of our needs as well. I think we've all seen that play out in the midst of this pandemic, haven't we? Now think about the people that you lead. Where do they have needs for meaning, community, freedom, and safety, real or perceived? How do those needs manifest themselves in a typical day or week in their lives? And how do these needs manifest themselves in a typical day or week in your life as a leader? This is what I really want to lean into here today. In the midst of our needs, Sayers stated that the world divides itself into two forms of power, centralized power and decentralized or diffused power. Now, one form of power holds the reins throughout history for a few hundred years in Western civilization, and then it swings back over to the other side, centralized power to diffused or decentralized power, then back to centralized and then back to diffused again. It's a fascinating realization that Sayers points out. Now, where does that leave us right now? We have been in an era which could be described as centralized power the last few hundred years. As a pastor and one who invests a great deal of time into ministry leaders, I've seen that in the church. I've also seen that in tech, education, business, entrepreneurship. It seems that it's been ubiquitous. But now, over the last few years, we've been moving into much more of a diffused reality of power, a network of power that we must pay attention to. This is the pendulum swinging the other direction. Before the pandemic, it seemed, the pendulum was swinging slowly away from decentralized power toward diffused power. But as we've said that the, the pandemic is a great accelerator, the swing has been accelerating at a greater speed towards decentralized form of power. If this is the case, then we as leaders need to wonder and ponder what are the implications that this has on leadership. It means that we must be involved in networking. Resilient leaders are networked and networking leaders. Here's what we don't mean by the term networking. It doesn't mean glad-handing people, passing out business cards in a big room where we expect to meet people and take full advantage of those contacts. Not that kind of networking. Plus, we're not going back into a big room with lots of people for a bit longer, you know? To be honest, this kind of networking can sometimes be selfish. But the kind of networking we're talking about here is, is thinking selfishly. It's not thinking selfishly, but it's selfless thinking. Instead, it's thinking strategically and synergistically. The basic thought is this. If we link arms, everyone will be better off for the greater cause than just my own organization, church, or business. When we think and lead with a networked posture and mentality, everyone wins. That's why I named my organization Kairos Partnerships. Partnerships, plural. 
Because partnering together and working together in a networked fashion is the way forward. In the new reality, Lone Rangers won't last very long. Networking. It's the proactive, selfless posture of looking to link arms with others when you get to so you can bear fruit of your efforts when you have to. Networking is the posture of looking to link arms with others when you get to so that you will bear the fruit of your efforts when you have to. Churches, businesses, startups, nonprofits, teams, families, neighborhoods, everyone wins when you think in networks. As we accelerate even more into the diffused form of power, the lone wolf expert at the top leadership approach will continue to crumble. In the new reality, it's the power of we. Networks, good or bad, are powerful. Think, for example, of networks and how these organizations lead. Think of terrorist cells, the Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Wikipedia, YouTube, Alcoholics Anonymous. Think of the Black Lives Matter movement or the Me Too movement. These are powerful forces that cannot be stopped even in a pandemic. Why? Because there's no one leader at the top that if you take out that one leader, then the whole organization crumbles. No. Ownership has been given away. It's networked. There's linking arms with lots of different people across lots of different spectrums. You know how we've been talking about how trust is an essential element of resilient leadership? Yep. This is what we're talking about here. I have an index card on my desk here in my office. It's a simple equation. It reads... Generosity equals success. When we look to be generous with our time, our resources, our contacts, our attention, our praise, our presence, that is success. So this is what we're learning. This is part of being resilient. It's creating a mindset of networking. No leader is good at everything. Good leaders know they're good, really good at a few things, but they also look around and they have the courage and the wherewithal to acknowledge, to realize that they're really good at some things, but there are other people who are really good at things that we're not good at ourselves. And those good leaders link arms with others and say, if you need my help with these things, let me know. I'd be glad to serve. Not with an ulterior motive, just simply to serve. And you can ask for help as well. Now, realizing that working together and linking arms for a greater cause is not some sentimental, we're in this together, schmaltzy commercial made by marketing agencies during a pandemic. The primary organizing principles of how the world works right now in our Western civilization is moving to much more of a network. No more silos, no more lone rangers, no more celebrity leaders. Sure, we need leaders who are making decisions on things. Of course we do. But this new reality places a high value on linking arms together, creating a web of connection, help, support, and resourcing more than it did a year ago, more than it did five years ago, more than it did a few decades ago. When we link arms in a new reality with great uncertainty, there are few things more powerful than that. So you may be thinking, how do we go about doing that? How do we create a networked leadership approach? Well, let me be very clear right from the beginning. There is no magic formula, no five simple steps, no three items on the to-do list that you just add water and stir. It is a mindset. It is a posture. It is an attitude. 
It's where you lead wisely and humbly, free from territorialism. You don't see others as competition primarily. Instead, you ask, how can we work together to create real impact and change, not just for the bottom line, but for the larger cause? You develop a vision that is larger than just you or your company or your local business or your local church or your agenda and your cause. And then you look to give power away, not keep it all to yourself. Remember, we looked at meekness on a recent episode of this podcast. Yep, it's that. It's learning to give power away appropriately to people who can handle and steward that power well. It's developing them. And as we've quoted Craig Rochelle before, you can have control or growth, but you can't have both. We're swinging rapidly from centralized power to diffused, decentralized power. And those leaders who think with a mindset of we who proactively look to network with other people will be the most resilient. Because when you're generous with others, when you share what you're good at with others, and others reciprocate that offer to you to share what they're good at, we create a web that allows us to be resilient in uncertain times. I encourage you, I challenge you, take out a sheet of paper and brainstorm who are the people that you could reach out to and dream and brainstorm about ways that you could form a network of linking arms and sharing gifts with each other. What might you offer to others? What might that look like if you were to create a networked leadership approach? And where might you start and with whom? And could you start today? Well, thank you for joining me today. I never take it for granted that your time is limited and important. And I'm grateful that you give up a few minutes of your day to listen to me. Thank you. I'm grateful, deeply grateful, and I continue to be deeply grateful to partner with and link arms with Joel Limbowen for the Resilient Leaders podcast. He is our producer. So Joel, thank you. It's a joy to network with you. Now check out his great work, the great work that Joel's doing with all sorts of videos and podcasts that he's producing and shooting footage. Man, the guy is creative. Check out onalimproductions.com for more information. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, think in terms of the diffusion of power, not centralized power, because in the new reality we find ourselves in, it's the only way forward. 